Hi, uh, this is Jack Hodgson. I'm here with Jeb Burnside. Um, as you may have heard, we lost our dear friend and collaborator, Dave Higdon, the other day. Um, and as sad as we are about his passing, uh, we're pretty certain that Dave would have hated for his misfortune to stop us from celebrating the world of aviation that he loved so much. So we've decided to continue with these UCAP dailies and visiting with our friends who are at AirVenture 2022. Uh, but we're going to begin by talking for a few minutes about our friend, Dave Higdon. We're talking right now with uh, another friend, a great friend uh, of the podcast and a personal friend, um, a member of EA staff. Uh, Charlie Becker is here. Hi, Charlie. How are you? Doing great. Surviving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, 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 Dave's passing was quite a shock for all of us. Um, I, I believe you've known Dave for quite a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Since when he was uh, writing for the newspaper here for AirVenture Today. Uh, got to know you guys, and obviously I've been following along with UCAP for, I don't know, is it a decade now, or how long are we on now? <laughs> a decade, if only. It's 15, almost 16 years now. Wow. And, I know. And Charlie, Congratulations. You were one of the first guys to, to pick up on what we were doing, and you'll always be a friend of the podcast if, if for that reason alone. That's true. That's true. Well, it's you already... were kind of the first podcast <laughs> I discovered, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, we it was pretty, a new concept back then. Pretty early. Um, I was just wondering if there's any particular Dave memory. I mean, we're going to be telling Dave stories for a long time to come, but uh, uh, we're, we wondered whether there's any particular Dave memory that you wanted to to share uh, with us uh, before we talk about the uh, fly-in. Sure, uh, probably the the one, and I, it was a memory only as a listener, and that was the uh, that didn't mute episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. For yes, for, indeed. for anybody who's not familiar, tell us what ha- remind us what happened. As I recall, he let out a big belch. It was. Am I thinking of the right thing? And then yep, it, it, that's and what it like, was. That didn't mute. That's what it was. <laughs> you know, and he's like, "That didn't mute." <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were just chatting and you away. Guys ran with it. Yeah, we were yep. just chatting away, and uh, and uh, all of a sudden, yeah, he just he just and he and he didn't simply belch. I mean, he kind of wound up and no. belched. All right, <laughs> yep. you know, uh, he he was definitely you know, and 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 Jeb and I are both kind of almost speechless. You know, we go, "What the heck was that?" And that's when he made the classic line, "That didn't mute," and uh, yeah. Yeah, that's be- uh, become a bit of uh, of uh, UCAP lore over the years. Uh, a very Dave moment, no question about it. Yep. And then yep. the other the other thing I re- you know remember because it's happened multiple times is uh, you know as you know I go to va- uh, Sun and Fun on vacation typically uh, rather than as an EA staff member, so I have a little more flexibility in my schedule and uh, what I can do on the grounds. And so uh, there's a certain place where he had access to. Uh, adult beverages and we would sit on the back porch there and just uh-huh. listen to Dave tell stories about just about everything under the sun. So that yeah. was always uh, a special moment. Yes, agreed. Yeah, he was always very generous hosting folks, friends uh, in that little environment. Uh, um, yeah. And Charlie, I, going forward, I have the keys. So uh, okay. <laughs> if, if you're there and I'm there and, and, and you need to call the one, come on down. Mm-hmm. Sounds but great. I'm, but I'm pretty sure that Dave is looking down on us right now, hollering, talk about the fly-in. Come on, talk about something interesting. And uh, so uh, so let's talk about uh, uh, AirVenture 2022. Jeb and I, unfortunately, uh, made a really poor choice, probably. And, uh, um, and <laughs> Not and, the first one we've made, and no, probably not the last. And it, and it resulted in us not being able to be present this year. Um, and uh, so that's why we're checking in with uh, a number of our friends there to see what's going on. Um, Charlie, I should tell you, uh, I have on my other screen, 
seen here the live stream from the one week wonder and i'm just kind of watching the progress uh, it's it's it actually looks like an airplane now how's that going uh it's going great i mean you know my 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 view of the fly-in this year whenever we do a one week wonder project is a little more narrow than usual yeah i can imagine because uh, i end up there a whole lot more than uh than in a typical year i have a lot more uh you know I'm around the grounds more than I am when we're trying to do an aircraft build in seven days like we are this year with the Sonics YX. Uh, it's going great. I mean, the engagement with people is outstanding. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I kind of scratch my head and go, why do I do this every four years? And then you see the people and you teach them how to pull rivets and, and you know, you realize, well, this is why we're doing it. And so yeah. I was helping out with that. You probably saw me on screen this morning. It's something I usually don't do a lot of, but I was spending some time working and a few people behind the ropes, so to speak, to pull some mm-hmm. rivets on the, the wing there. Yeah. But it's going great. You know, it's a it's... lot of fun. If you want to see the live stream, I don't know when this will publish, but ea.org slash live is where you can find all the live streams for EAA. Yeah. And uh, and there's a lot of them. I should, you know, I mean, to, to compliments yeah. to the EAA staff because, um, you know, not being there this year, and I've known these things have existed, but usually when I'm there, you know, A, you don't have great internet connectivity, and B, you know, you're there, so you don't need the live streams. But this year I've been enjoying them a lot, and there's live streams uh, all up and down the flight line, and there's the One Week Wonder, and um, EA Radio has a, a live stream that not only has the radio audio, but uh, but video into the studio. Um, so uh, that, that's a nice thing. Um, if I can put in a request, Charlie, my request is um, that you need a camera that focuses on um, the Boeing Plaza, on the so-called West Ramp. Um, that was a good, good suggestion. Because that's one that I, uh, I really enjoy watching. Uh, and uh, although you can see it for a little bit of the vintage camera, um, it's. I actually I timed it. Um, so the the cycle, the cameras are automatically panning back and forth, and that's cool. Um, the the vintage camera takes about five minutes to do its cycle, and of that five <laughs> minutes, it spends about one minute looking at Boeing Plaza, which is just not enough. All right, it's like I want I want to watch what's going on 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 that center at West Ramp. So uh, that would be my request. But uh, were you able to see any of the the fifty ship formation of vans? flyover on uh, any of those a little cams? bit a little bit um because there's also an air show camera uh, a live stream mm-hmm. um and uh and i i tuned in for uh, a, a part of that one afternoon i guess it was the first afternoon it would have been would it have been yeah Monday first afternoon? day mm-hmm. yeah um yep and uh yeah i saw that and that was very cool it was quite a moment um to have that happen um what was that like on the grounds they did a great job. I mean, they worked really hard on putting that together and overcame quite a few challenges uh, to keep it at fifty. <laughs> yeah. they had a, it, uh, you know, as you get, as you know, with aircraft, it doesn't always go as planned. You know, yeah. And there was a mechanical or two they had to work through to get all fifty aircraft, but it worked out great. Yeah, it must have been very it was very, very impressive. impressive. Yep, I bet it was. Mm-hmm. I bet it was. So I've been hanging around at uh, at the EAA flying um, long enough that I remember when you did uh, or EAA did a similar thing with long easies. Were you was that mm-hmm. before your time, Charlie, or were you there then? Uh, no, I was here. I didn't have anything to do with it. They called it the glass overcast. Yeah, they got a, a ton of uh, very easies, long easies, long easies, and you know Burt Rutan designs up in the air. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty impressive as well. Yeah. Similar kind of thing. I forget what those. Was, was that some sort of occasion? I think it was. It was like the the. I, as the, I recall, it was uh, it was an honor of Bert, and I, but I don't. Re- 
I don't remember the specifics on yeah. why it was. Yeah. But the one this year with the RVs, very, very well-deserved um, um, uh, van, Dick Van Grunz. I can never pronounce his last name. Grunsvenden. Van. Van. I heard him on, as a matter of fact, I heard him on EA radio early in the week and uh, uh, still hanging in there and talking about his airplanes and, and, and pitching the latest product. And so uh, so it's it's very, very cool thing. What else has been going on this week? I know you, you, you cover, on, in your, when you're wearing your EA hat, you have a variety of hats. Um, anything else notable you want to talk about that uh, is happening this, this week, this year? Yeah, so this is the 30th anniversary of Young Eagles. And okay. so we are kicking off a year-long celebration. And so anybody who flies 30 Young Eagles in the next 12 months will receive a, a nice 30th anniversary shirt uh, that we have some pins as well that we'll be giving people so there's a lot going on around that uh, that was a program that you know Tom Povarezny who we lost earlier this week as well yeah launched and it's been a huge success for the organization and we're still kind of trying to claw our way back to kind of the normal pace of about 60,000 young eagles a year um, you know we got as low as eight during the pandemic so you know chapters are Trying to get them ramped up, and the 30th anniversary is as good an excuse as any to uh, get out there and fly Young Eagles. Yeah. Uh, also, since you touched on vans, it would be remiss to not mention that the RV15 has been attracting a ton of attention and will without a doubt get the Dead Grass Award this year. Uh, <laughs> there, it has been surrounded by people the entire week. Uh-huh. And there will there will be a nice green outline where the plane was sitting and uh, nothing but probably uh, dirt next to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's I, I obviously only seen pictures, but it does look like an interesting airplane. And uh, um, I, I'm not going to bore Jeb with my, my little rant it's about a, it's this. It's a high-wing airplane. It's a high-wing airplane, which, like, so finally, they're, you know, not finally. God bless RV vans. They do good work. But, uh, you know, they now have a modern airplane. And uh, that's not true. I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out some way to diss Jeb just, and his low-wing just, airplane. Just as modern as the spirit of St. Louis. Yeah, I know, right? Ah, okay. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> But it is it is uh, it's gratifying to to the the uh, high wing fan in me that it's getting that kind of reaction. That's pretty cool. Um, what's the status of that though? They are they shipping those yet? The kits, right? But are they no, shipping? they they just no, announced a year ago, it. Right? They yeah, a year ago they had just started cutting metal on this prototype, and I think they're getting a lot of feedback. It is you know you know they're still in, they're still figuring out exactly what you know, what of the prototype they want to put into production versus, you know, maybe some tweaking here and there after you build one, you realize like, there's a few you know, things you might want to like smooth the, over. A little tweaking, like put the wing on the bottom, you know. <laughs> no, not quite that far. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, right. if you if you get an up-close view, you'll see that there is no passenger seat because they've got a big fuel tank there, and they can use that to play with the CG. Um you know, so they're they're still kind of working things out. One thing you know, that is of note is that right now, at least the wing skins, I haven't I haven't really spent that much time with it uh, myself, but uh, the wing skins are, are pull rivets, so that's kind of a, a bit of a departure. We'll see if that makes it into the final rendition of the aircraft when mm-hmm. they put it into the kit production. Mm-hmm. So yeah. How is that distinctive? What's the difference between pulled rivets and something else? Well, it makes it a lot easier, yeah. fundamentally. 
Oh, so early previously it was I mean, buck, buck rivets. Buck rivets. Well, the driven the driven rivets. You know, you've got a bucking bar and the the rivet gun, and you go bang, 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 and there's a bit of a, a skill level there. And as you know from previous one week wonders, pole rivets are, you know. Pretty much, I can train anybody in about 15 seconds how to yeah. do that properly, and have you know? thousands of people. And, yeah, right. Yeah, and because you do it, you know, only from the exterior, it makes it a whole lot easier because you don't have to try to reach around in any way, shape, or form mm-hmm. uh, on the other side, which makes it a lot easier. Yeah. And so they go really fast. Yeah. Um, and with their matched hole technology, I mean, that'll that'll make that plane build very very quickly. Yeah. I think we talked about that when you and I talked last summer um, at, at AirVenture, um, I asked you how the pandemic had affected the kind of builder community. Did it result in more builds, less builds, more build? You know, um, I, I wondered if there's any update on that uh, uh, as the as the pandemic kind of slowly plays itself out here. Um, are, are chapters doing well again? Are, uh, is the building activity doing well from your perspective? Yeah. So the the building community exploded during the pandemic because it was something that you could do very easily at your house and, you know, be productive. And, you know, it was there, something you could do every day. So that, that had a huge boom. And, you know, I mean, vans and many, many other kit manufacturers are even today just still trying to, uh, you know, catch up and reduce the lead times on their kits because nobody likes to be told, oh yeah, that's, you know, I'll take your order and that's going to be a year. You know, yeah. that's kind of disheartening that you mm-hmm. want to get them some parts sooner than that. But uh, as far as chapters go, it really depends on the chapter at this point, you know, you, you end up, and where they are as well. But they, they're pretty much now coming out of the, you know, the, the doldrums of, of not meeting. And, you know, because fundamentally chapters are is a local gathering of aviation enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. You know, the local point and the in-person part is is important. I mean, a lot of them experimented with, you know, Zoom and online stuff, but it really doesn't have the same impact when you're not being able to get together, you know, face-to-face and hold Young Eagle rallies and do fly-ins and pancake breakfasts and things like that. Right. Uh, speaking of which, I do want to point out that the pancake breakfast over in Camp Scholar, we we bring in from the pre-Saturday through the, the, the final Saturday, we have a different chapter hosting a pancake breakfast so yes all they got to do is show up with the labor and we've got all of the pancake batter and other supplies that they need the grills and whatnot and they just have to run it and that was something we started uh, uh i don't know three or four years ago but i guess it has just exploded this year really <laughs> and uh really? i know yeah, i've yeah. enjoyed it in past years it's a lot of fun and uh we had fig- yeah yeah we had figured like 500 breakfasts was kind of our capacity and i i've heard some numbers that we've been as high as 800 on one day and wow. uh that's throwing the whole thing off a little bit but it's great because the chapters are going to bring home all the profits yeah uh the ones that did the did the work they'll get to take that back to their community and uh, put it to good use on things like you know young eagles and other you know programming sure do you have to pick and choose among chapters i would imagine there's more than seven or eight chapters that want to do this how do you (laughs) how do you handle that it's a very it's a very lucrative deal and it's a lottery system you know, uh-huh. uh, we take whoever, you know, we ask them what day, you know, some days are a little less desirable than others. Obviously, the first day, the pre-Saturday is is probably our weakest day, you know, so, uh, but, but you know, we just take the ones that said that they could do that first day, and then we, you know, we pick them out of a hat, and then the ones that want to do, you know, Monday or Tuesday, we pick those out of a hat based on when they said that they could have enough chapter members here to do it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um 
Speaking of building, how's your? Uh, what's the latest on your Cub project? Does it fly yet, or wh- where are you on that? No, the that Cub the project got a yeah, it got a little delayed when I uh, broke my arm and my leg skiing in February, and mm. so I'm just ready to get that restarted now that I have my uh, mobility back. And, ah, okay. Sorry uh, about that. I hadn't. I'm heard ready that. to. Yeah, I'm ready to, to embark on that as soon as I can get out of the the craziness and recharge the batteries after Air Adventure. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you, Charlie. We appreciate you taking a few minutes. Obviously, you're super busy this week. Um, is there anything else going on or, 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 or anything else EA-related that you wanted to tell us about? Uh, well, I just have one closing thought, and that's, you know, if you want to have a great life, you know, like we're enjoying right now, just remember that time spent flying is not subtracted from your lifespan. Here, here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. That's Charlie Becker of uh, EAA. uh, And uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm Jack Hodgson. That's Jer Burnside. Uh, We'll talk to you again later on. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care, man. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yep. Hey, Jeb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just so you know, I bought a case of oil. Oh, man. (laughs) What'd you pay? What'd you pay? (laughs) 